episode 22 we are live and lucas i'm gonna pass the baton right off to you to get started uh because what is going on in boulder man the colorado buffaloes as we sit here today are three and oh going into this season they had an over under of three and a half wins for the whole year well we're pretty close already <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah colorado has been absolutely incredible and in a way that that no one really expected me included you know this team obviously went through a complete rebuild i think something like 80 percent of the roster had turned over bringing in coach Deion sanders shadur sanders to be the quarterback travis hunter to be the wide receiver one and the cornerback one and essentially the whole cast from jackson state as well as a bunch of transfers um, a lot of people were saying that this team jackson state was was just not good enough to play uh in cfb uh with this power five with this other power five conference teams and clearly that has just been not the case colorado dominated tcu well maybe not dominated, dominated. but they played a really good game against tcu game week one and then dominated nebraska and nebraska then sucks out, though nebraska Nebraska's is not very good that is true <laughs> and and pulled off a incredible comeback win against CSU and the Rams. Um, so it's 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 just uh, it's just been insane to to look at the TV everywhere you go. You look at ESPN and it's Colorado football, um, something that you never would have seen last year. Last year, going from one and eleven to now three and zero. Ryan, you you've I'm sure you've seen it. You know, it's literally yeah. everywhere. What's your take? I'm I'm just completely. Uh, fascinated by everything going on in Boulder. Um, I remember seeing something, you know, I, I can't be certain about the specifics, but I seem to remember uh, seeing that uh, football power index had uh, Colorado as the second to worst team in the FBS out of 128 teams going into the season. Um, they already beat uh, last year's college football uh, championship finalists. Um, and they had an amazing um, absolutely electric comeback win against Colorado State. Um, I, I watched that game live, and I'm so glad I did. Um, I was also pretty stoned um, when I was watching that game, and I really think that enhanced my experience. Um, I, I do not remember um, enjoying watching a college football game that UCLA or Michigan wasn't playing in um, as much as I enjoyed watching that game because I was, you know, I was rooting so hard for Colorado. I am firmly on Colorado's bandwagon. You know, I have a couple excuses of that that I that I could try of not being on Colorado of, of not being a bandwagoner, but I'm just gonna come out and admit it. I am a uncloseted open bandwagoner. Um yeah. there's no way around it. Um but I'm just I'm in love with everything Colorado is doing. You know, that win over Colorado State. Um Colorado State really made themselves as as like America's villain. Um you know, stirring stirring the pot, poking the bear uh that is Colorado and then the most they lost in the most embarrassing fashion possible you know they they blew a lead to their biggest rivals that they were huge underdogs to and they really shot themselves in the foot um with how many penalties they took um you know colorado state could have won that game and they and they didn't um but i i'm just i i love everything that's going on in colorado you know the the, the football aspect of it too you know they're playing really good football um whether yeah. that lasts through the rest of the season remains to be seen but regardless of the football that they play through the rest of the year it's just i'm enthralled with what deon sanders has done for boulder you know when you think yeah. of the entertainment value and just the the culture and how electric it is um there's really there's really nothing 
um, in college, you know, Boulder is is the hottest place in America right now for college football, if not all of sports. Um, you know, Bol- you know, like like you said, bold. You know, CU Boulder is everywhere on social media, everywhere on ESPN. You know, there is no escaping it. You know, they are the most entertaining thing in sports right now. Um, and I just what I think is hilarious, you know, this is, this is my conspiracy theory, you know, before, before the Colorado, Colorado state game, Colorado state's head coach, you know, smack talk to Dion in the media. Um, I'm like 90% confident that Dion paid uh, Jay Norvell to say that. Um, and ESPN <laughs> paid Jay Norvell to say that just to drive ratings up. She was like, it's what they do for like UFC or uh, MMA fights. Um, you know, they, th- the, the theatrics of it, you know, they, they shit talk each other to to sell more pay-per-view or to get more viewers. I mean, okay. Um, and 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 this coincides with Deion Sanders' sunglasses, sunglasses line. And Jay mm-hmm. Norvell made a comment about Deion Sanders' sunglasses. And then Deion Sanders' sunglasses, their those sales go through the roof. Um, I like this is all like a perfect storm of entertainment. It to me, it seems a little too good to be true. I'm not like staking my career on it um but i feel like i feel like uh dion and boulder and espn paid jay norvell and colorado state a lot of money to say that because why else would you say it i i, I don't know man i mean there's there's been you know as someone who's had a little bit more context into this uh colorado football team and, and the rivalry especially between colorado and csu which is you know that's all that mattered to to us for a long time like it wasn't just you know, another game on the schedule for ESPN to ESPN to play uh, in a winning season. <laughs> you know, no, it was it was. Hey, we get we're going to lose every game. We understand. Like, we're not a good football team. Let's beat CSU. Fuck CSU. Like, that's every single game that you go to. We're chanting fuck CSU. It doesn't matter who we're playing. <laughs> like that. That is it. It's all about how much we hate CSU and how much CSU hates us. Like, it is truly a a a hate hate relationship. There's no like there's no good blood. You know what I mean? It's, it's a bad yeah. blood relationship. That's all it is. Um, so to see like a little comment about, about Dion wearing sunglasses inside to me that I thought that was like, that's nothing, you know, like, like, like the, the schools, at least but the, the way, but the been, way it blew up, the way it blew, the way up, it blew like... up as, as the, the way that, that Colorado is blowing up everywhere. I think that they did. Yes, they did hype that up because they wanted to prepare for this matchup, you know, get everyone ready for this, this rivalry of Colorado versus CSU, which they're not used to. Um, but I don't think it was fake because you saw the way the Colorado CSU played. Like they played so dirty throughout the game, like legitimately trying to injure players after the play, just like throwing punches essentially at these guys. There's so much more hate between those two teams than oh, you know, he looks like a clown wearing his sunglasses inside. Like yeah. maybe, maybe, you know, your point about, about Dion's sunglasses line, I didn't know that. I didn't know that he had a sunglass line. So mm-hmm. that does kind of, you know, you know, maybe maybe a little Brian Windhurst there. But um, <laughs> it, I don't think it's it's out of the ordinary or out of the realm of, of possibility for, you know, that head coach to, to be calling out Dion Sanders. I bet he fucking hates Dion Sanders. Yeah, but like, why, like, It'd be one thing if a player said that, but you are a full-grown adult head coach. That is the stupidest thing you could have said. And like, as soon as he, as soon as I first saw that or read that or heard it, whatever, I'm like, 
That is the dumbest thing you could possibly say because that is giving that that is giving the last team that you want bulletin board material. And even the right. Colorado players themselves said that they're like, "Why would you say that? That is well, the worst well, possible thing you could have said." I understand, but put yourself in the shoes of CSU. Right, last year CSU was actually pretty good. They ended up ranked at one point, um, and they were clearly the better team between CSU and and Colorado. Historically, Colorado has always been the better team. They're just a bigger franchise. They're a bigger, bigger school, a bigger football program. They are their big brother, you know? Um, So CSU hates Colorado and they finally get good. CSU finally has a good team that they put together. They have a good defense. They have um, a couple guys who actually get drafted to the NFL and Colorado sucks ass. And they're seeing, you know, this is going to be the reign of CSU. CSU is going to keep winning these football games. And what fucking happens? Everything changes. The biggest turnaround of a college football team, the quickest at least, in I would guess in in college football history. You know, a, a team going from being one of the worst one of the worst teams in FBS to being uh, a top twenty team in FBS in one one season. So, like, you know, I if I was a CSU fan, if I was a CSU football coach or a football player, I would feel so cucked. Um, <laughs> and and you know, I I'm just happy that. The game went like the way it was, which was kind of the way that, you know, the story of those two, those two schools has gone, which is, you know, CSU thought they had a lead. They thought they were ahead. They thought they had it in the bag. And then Shadur Sanders shows up, drives 95 yards down the field and scores a two point conversion. Yeah. 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 So what a game. What a game. What a game. Yeah. I mean, that was, you know, game. I think that was game, you know. Just the, the game itself and everything surrounding the game, game of the year material. Um, and just yeah, you know, when when you think of you know college football, you know, like the biggest things in college football in terms of entertainment and popularity, and you know, when it becomes bigger than football, when people outside of football and football fans start caring about it, you know, you think Johnny Man, you know, just the the magic that can only be found in college football. You think, you know, those that Reggie Bush USC team. Um, the Johnny Manziel, what he did at Texas A&M, stuff like that. Um, I think what's going on at Boulder right now is just as, if not even more, um, you know, things I said, popular, electric, entertaining, bigger than football, culture, yada, 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 all that, all the things that make college football special. I think Colorado, what's going on at Colorado right now has more of that than anything else. I'm like, yeah. I am all all in on what's happening at Colorado. And and I think it's really important for everyone who has bought into this Colorado train, who has become a fan and and, and a supporter of, of the team and, and, you know, watched it happen. We all need to understand where we are right now, where we where we sit in, you know, this 3-0 team, which like has turned out to be really good. I think we need to appreciate this for what it is because we do see the schedule, you know, after, after CSU um, essentially sent, actually they did send, Travis Hunter to the hospital for and on a completely dirty late hit that got um, the safety, whoever it was uh, ejected from the game. So uh, he's out right now. So he's not going to play for the next three weeks. And next week we play USC. Oh no, next week we play Oregon. And the week after that, we play USC. Those are two teams that are ranked in the top 10. Well, and, and USC it's likely is, USC is potentially number think- one. You know, yeah. they're they're up there. Absolutely. Like USC, 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 I feel like, you know, especially too with how disappointing USC has been the past really 15 years. Um, they're their playoff or bust. Yeah. And 
because they're as good as so they've the, been in the past 15 years. There's a reality where Colorado in two weeks from now is three and two and no longer ranked. You know, that's that's a very real thing. So I think everyone needs to just, you know, experience how special this is right now and not take it for granted. Um, because, we, you know, someone's going to be out there on Twitter saying, oh, you guys were all hyped on Colorado. Look at them now. They lost to. Yeah, they lost to Oregon and USC. Yeah, they did. Because because it is a one year turnaround. You have to remember about this team that they won one game last year. They were mm-hmm. terrible, absolutely terrible in a Pac-12 that wasn't even very strong. You know, they they they, lost, they beat Cal. That was their only game that they what they won, and they lost. You know, they lost to out of conference teams. They lost to in conference teams. Lost to everyone by a lot. You know, yeah. um, so so uh, you know, let's just not let's not you know pretend like the situation is something that it that it isn't. I'm really hoping that we can turn around somehow without our best player, beat two of the best teams in college football in a row and go five well, and, and zero, And that would just validate everything. Like, and, if, and like, if, if, you know, beating you, you know, you can beat one of those two teams because it's college football, but beating both of those teams is a lot to ask for. But yeah. if you got, you know, like if you guys turn out to be a good enough team to beat both of those teams, you're, I think you're getting ranked in the top four. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you go, you go, you know, you go undefeated against, against, against USC and TCU, USC, Oregon. You should be ranked in top five. Absolutely. Yeah. You should be, you should be looking at the, at the college football playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think, I think part of what makes everything so special too, is that, you know, like this is, you know, this is the PAC 12, you know, this is, this is the, the, this is the final act. This is the curtain call of the PAC 12. Um, and this is what we're not going to, you know, well, maybe, maybe we'll get it next year and it, it'll, it'll look different, but, um, you know, like, like the pack, uh, what, what was it on ESPN? Like pack 12 after dark, um, you know, just every, yeah. every, every week you get something crazy happening in the pack 12 that no one really cares that much about because it's the pack 12 and everybody on the East coast and in the South has gone to bed. Um, but it's like, this is, you know, I'm, I'm very glad, you know, this is, um, this is the Pac 12's battle of 300. You know, they're they're done after this. Mm-hmm. Um but they're yeah. they're going out with a bang. Um I I really like to see it. Um and it it's yeah, cool I mean, to see you know, even even though it is it is our coup, you know, our coup de gras. Um it's it's really awesome that Col- Colorado of all schools is showing the rest of the country how awesome the Pac 12 is and how much we're going to miss it. Yeah, I believe if I'm not wrong, um the ranked teams in the Pac 12 include USC, Oregon, Oregon State, Washington State, Colorado, UCLA, and maybe Washington. And Washington. I'm not sure if Washington. Yep. Yeah, you no, you don't. Oh, UW's and Utah. Let's not forget about Utah. And Utah. How many, yeah. teams, how many teams is that right there? Like that's that's like, like eight or nine. Eight? I think so. <laughs> the, only, the, the only the only schools that aren't ranked are Cal, Stanford, and the Arizona schools. So I think that's yes. eight. So eight um, eight ranked teams, eight teams in the top in the top thirty out of twelve. Well, yeah, and it's, the and it's like the pack, you know, after after like after one, you know, the Pac-12 won almost all of their out of conference games, you know, like the Pac-12 is good this year. Um, and, you know, it, it sucks because, you know, the Pac-12 is there are so many good teams. There probably isn't going to be a, an undefeated or a one loss team. Um, That's how it always is. It's always a, you know, the Pac-12 but, but is again. just too good. That's why it's never made the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> We tear we tear each other apart, you know, like yep. like uh, yeah, yeah, USC yeah. will beat Oregon and Oregon will lose to Washington. And, well, Washington and, and will U- lose to Utah. Utah beats Utah beats USC every year. Yep. 
um, yep. and knock them out of the playoffs. And it's it's awesome. So, that, like, I am a Utah fan because of what they do to USC. College football is really good now. But to move on, the NFL. We are the NFL. We are three weeks. We're, we're entering our third week of the NFL. So we have two whole mm-hmm. weeks of NFL football that we got to break down for you guys. You know, I know you guys, you're thinking, oh, I'm watching the game. Fuck this. Fast forward to the draw the line episode. Or yeah. fuck, that's on my other podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Sorry, oh, no. Lucas. Uh, that was so Freudian. Lucas. Uh, Unentitled oh. sports episode. Oh, God. That's like that's like saying anyone... another girl's name during sex. I know. It actually was. Draw the line <laughs> oh, uh, podcast on oh. all the platforms. Uh, oh, the podcast shooting on me. Um, oh. Fast forward to that Unentitled sports episode. That was so bad. <laughs> That was so awful. I'm sorry. Yeah, God, um, that's terrible. You're fired. You are so fired after this episode. You know, I think fired I actually said air. something similar on the other podcast. So that was why I, uh, but you know what it is? It's because that's my warm up. That's my warm up podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, where I get all like, the bad takes. Just off. like, just like how that other girl is a warm up girl for your, for your main girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Try, yeah, try exactly. that one. See how it goes. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on from that. Yeah. Uh, oh, geez. The NFL. There's a couple of storylines that we wanted to get into. Obviously, we want to talk about the Niners. I think we can start bang, bang. with with these injuries that are happening. Um, we've seen a lot of injuries this year. Yeah. I think more it, so it, than it others. It seems like it seems like we say it every year. There are more injuries than the, than the previous year. But once again, it seems like there are more injuries than the previous year. Um, you know, starting the season, you know, we had Joe Burrow hobbled, uh, Travis Kelsey hobbled, Mark Andrews out. Um, and, and yeah, already we've lost, um, excuse me, obviously the biggest one, Aaron Rodgers going down for the season mm-hmm. before he even attempts a pass. Um, it, it, you honestly, know, I don't, I don't have anything to say that, that, you know, nobody else hasn't already said, or nobody else doesn't already think it's just, you know, like how, how, you know, like how could it get any worse, but like you're a Jets fan. You got to expect it. <laughs> yeah. To see it coming. Um, the way I, uh, the way I've been seeing this in my head is seen from the Incredibles where it's like the, the, the killer machine, you know what I mean? And it like shows all the, all the superheroes that it beat and it goes like, Arr. and then like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah, shows yeah. the next one, Arr. it shows the next one. Arr. Right. That's, yeah. that's how I see it in my head. Like I see like, you know, JK Dobbins. Arr. Yep. Like Aaron Rodgers. Arr. Saquon Nick Barkley, Chubb. Nick Chubb. Like, yep. Anthony, Anthony Richardson, Joe Burrow, yeah. Anthony Richardson. There's a lot. Yep. There's a lot of these like impact players that are are continually going down. Um, yep. You mentioned Aaron Rodgers. That's got to be the biggest one because that takes that yep. takes the Jets from a potential Super Bowl team, you know, maybe an AFC contender, down to they're not going to win the division. There's pretty much no way. Yeah, they're they the same team won't. they were last year. Now, you know, yeah, uh, a defense that's good enough to be in the playoffs. And make a run in the playoffs, and an offense that cannot get anything done because Zach Wilson's at the helm. Zach Wilson, man, and he put on a Zach Wilson performance last yeah. week. God. Three picks, what a guy! You just know who he is at this. It's like, like, wh- what do you expect? It's Zach. Wilson. I know he's he was there. you know, it, it's time to accept that he you know he was never that good in the first place, and he, um, and he's just he's just not um gonna he's not gonna get better he's yeah not gonna be whatever like whatever 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 reason whatever reason you drafted him number two overall that was never a valid reason um and, and the only hey, thing he ever did was he made one insanely good throw at his pro day oh let's draft this guy number two overall 
Right. And, you know, we obviously can't say much as the team yeah. that, that did draft Trey Lance. Trey Lance, um, yeah. But he's gone Jets, now. Jets, so. to, Jets to go get Trey Lance. Because, you know, here's the thing. There's a chance that Trey Lance could be a good quarterback. Um, and I there is no chance. I really there think. Is no, you know, they, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I really don't think so. I kind of feel like we're, you know, there's Jets fans out there that are like, you know, hey, maybe Zach Wilson can still be good. And, and that's obviously foolish. But I feel like that's the same as a 49ers fan saying, you know, maybe he was actually good. It's like, no, he wasn't. He was as bad. Let's yeah. just let's move on. All right. Um, well, it's yeah, it's just but, like, was was Trey Lance ever good in the first place? You know, it's like just because he was drafted in both these guys, just because they were drafted number two, number three, does that necessarily mean that they were ever good in the first place? Clearly, I think no. I don't yeah. think he does. Which is which is um, dif- difficult to accept, but it's just like, well. What other choice you have? It is what it is. And yeah, and the Niners, you know, we can move on and talk about the Niners. We mentioned Trey Lance. Niners. Who is, who is gone? And the Niners have been looking pretty good. You know, we're 2-0 at this point. After week one, I felt about as good as I could possibly feel about yep. a team in the 49ers. And everyone did. It really yeah. seemed like at that point, everyone had confirmed their preseason, you know, Niners Super Bowl, right? This is what everyone is picking. And yep. we dominated the Steelers like... Like it was nothing. The Steelers didn't get a first down until late in the second, in the first half. Um, and it just looked like a completely lopsided effort. The Steelers looked bad. The Niners looked really good. Uh, I think, you know, we, we, there's not too much to say about that game other than that it was perfect. You know, it yeah. was perfect. Um, and then moving on, you know, the next week we go and play the Rams and, and we're expected to beat the Rams by a lot more than we were expected to beat the the Steelers, but the game was much, much closer. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons why I would say there's, I would say, I would say there's, there's two, there's three main reasons why the Rams played much better than we expected against the 49ers. Number one, their offense is actually good. Like Matt's very, very accurate quarterback. I think that Sean McVay knows how to get his guys open. This, I think this is consistent and this is true. You know, as long as he has a decent wide receiver, and now he's got two of them. He's got Tutu Atwell and he's got Puka Nakua, who happens to be like Cooper Cup 2.0, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, with Matt Stafford, you can get them the ball and you can move the ball down the field. They played really well. Um, but that does lead to me to my second point, which was that the Niners secondary is a little bit porous, you know. Um, as it has been. As it has been, you know, the secondary has probably been the worst position group for the Niners and it would be a very good team, obviously. Under the Shanahan um, era, yeah. But th- it's it's exploitable. You know, if you can continue well, I feel to like move too, Matt, guys, Matt Stafford is a quarterback designed to get the ball out quickly and exactly. exploit a second. You know, I feel like just the, the way Matt, the kind of quarterback Matt Stafford is matches up favorably against the kind of defense that the 49ers have. Exactly. You know, we allow these these kind of short passes and consistent like, all right, go. And and, and, and up tempo has always hurt us. You know, the faster you it seems like the faster you play against the Niners, the better you do. So yeah. that up tempo, uh, get the ball out offense. It really did did do a number. Um, the third thing that I, I saw was that Brock Purdy didn't play great. Yeah, he didn't. Um, I saw I saw flashes of Jimmy G. Um, on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, you yep. know, missing those two deep throws. Um, and like, this is like, I am still very, very high on Brock Purdy, but like, yeah, like I got, I got Jimmy G PTSD, um, which is, which is not a good feeling to have. 
Yeah, um, it's it's those open deep throws that Jimmy G would miss him. Yeah, every time. Every time. You know, it's it's just <laughs> so consistent. You would miss those. But still, you know, obviously we love Brock. We love yeah. Brock. He played well, and, well and enough, in my I'm, opinion. I'm okay with so. him. Like, I'm okay with him missing the deep throw if he's still good. If, like, all I care, all I want from my quarterback is to be good on third down and to not turn the ball over. Yes, and exactly. And, and those deep throws, they were not, you know, throws right into the defense. That's not what they were, which which you get from a quarterback like Trey Lance, you know, who yep. throw, and, and, and Zach Wilson, who just yeah. throw the ball to the wrong team. Uh, they were just <laughs> overthrown, and that's that's so much better than you know underthrowing him or, or throwing him to the wrong side, and and you end up getting a pick. Um, so you know there were some opportunities for some deep plays that we missed because of Brock Purdy, but we didn't. He did not lose us the game, you know, as yeah. a quarterback. He, Obviously, he didn't play yeah. <laughs> bad enough to hurt us. He didn't play good enough to you know make us dominate in this game. He didn't. Yeah, I mean our but, offense uh, he was, still, he still scored thirty points. Yeah, no, the, the offense and a lot, was a lot of that's on Debo and CMC. Um, you know, Purdy, Purdy. You know, here's the thing: the Niners have so many weapons that Purdy doesn't need to raise the ceiling of this offense. The ceiling of this offense is already high enough. You know, he just yeah. needs to help it meet its floor um, or exceed its floor. Um, yeah. And and that's what Purdy's good at. Um, and I want him to keep being good at. I, I like the kind of. I think Purdy is a good quarterback, but even if you don't, the kind of quarterback that he is is the kind of quarterback that the 49ers want. Um, and, you know, an- another another thing for me, at least, um, the whole game, um, even though we weren't, there were points in the game we were trailing, I think I think there was one score where we were trailing. Um, I felt like we were in control the whole game. I felt very confident the whole game um, because, you know, we, you know, we weren't turning the ball over. You know, the offense was clicking you know we you know we had to punt a couple of times that's okay um the offense still looked good and when you know when the when the rams were scoring and when the rams took the lead they were playing well um and then you know they didn't play as well in the second half and we played better um because that's what better football teams do um so e- even though we weren't winning you know even though we didn't dominate even though there were points we were trailing it still felt like we were in control the whole time it still felt like you know i was confident we were going to win the whole game um and um you know, I would have liked to have seen a better game from the 49ers, but, you know, Colorado fans would have liked to see a better game against Colorado State, you know, and, and granted, um, that's college football. And, you know, for, for a long time, um, it sort of felt like Colorado wanted to beat Colorado State rather than win the football game. And once they you know, once they tried to win the football game rather than beat Colorado State, then they started winning the football game. And that um, was elite analysis right there. I yeah. honestly... I don't know what the fuck that means, but I, but I feel you. I know, you know, like, I don't know what the words mean, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. 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 And that's really all that matters. Um, And our our viewers will too. Um, But yeah, you know, the, the, you know, here's the thing. You're not, you're not going to win every game pretty. Um, You know, you're a good football team. They've got to win pretty and they've got to win ugly. And we've seen the Niners do it both. Um, Winning ugly is winning all the same. And that is a good skill to have especially two in the playoffs, you're not going to be able to win pretty in the playoffs, or you can't count on being able to win pretty in the playoffs. You're going to have to win ugly sometimes. Um, and, and, and the Rams aren't bad, you know, like it's, you know, it's, it's good to beat the Rams in LA, you know, even, you know, I almost said on the road, but it was a home game. Um, it was, it really was. <laughs> uh, 
But you know, it you know, you 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 beat a good football team that won a Super Bowl a year and a half ago, um, in in their stadium, you know, and you're two and zero, and you, you know, are you're probably, you know, other than maybe the Cowboys, um, who have played two garbage teams to start their season and always fizzle out by the end, you look like the best team in the NFC, if not the whole NFL. Like right, I'm I still agree with that. Going going into this season, I was kind of like. Super Bowl or bust for the 49ers. You know, it's like we've been good enough. And, you know, I, I was high on Brock Purdy. I, I wasn't going to let Brock Purdy be an excuse. You know, I, I going into the season, I thought we were good enough to win the Super Bowl. And I, I think that now more than ever. And we've been good enough to win a Super Bowl for a while. And we haven't. So at this point, I am Super Bowl or bust. Hey, man, I'm there, too. I really hope the Niners can do it. And I think that they are a talented enough team to do it. The only thing that the only blemish that I have for the 49ers really in, in terms of the final score was uh, them not covering. And it wasn't really their fault. It was yeah. Sean McVay's. Yeah. What an ass. I, Sean McVay must've had a fucking million dollars on the spread. Yeah, They got to investigate that. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking punted. He kicked the ball with like, a, a, a you know, and he kicked the ball and then turned around and went home because he lost the game. Like <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter, Sean. Yeah. But just dick, just yeah. don't kick it. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. one thing you can't do. Yeah. All right. Do you want to move to our draft? Yes. So our draft today, um, we have done this draft before, um, a long time ago, before before the podcast even launched. This might have been during our, uh, I think, talking balls was um, alive during the time we did this podcast. Or uh, we did this draft. Remember, we did this draft. We were driving back down to Santa Barbara after spring break with you, me, Eli, and other Eli. Um, yeah, that I think that was talking balls. So that I, that I'm pretty sure that was during the talking balls era. Um, anyways, um, the draft is fast food. We're building a fast food meal. The positions are entree, side, drink, and super flex. And super flex can be any of the positions listed above. It can be anything else uh, you can think of. Uh, the only rule is um, a restaurant can only be selected once by either team. So if I take, you know, something from in and out, you can't take in and out. I can't take in and out for the rest of the draft either. Um, so Lucas, since, uh, since you are the visitor in my zoom meeting, I will let you call. I'll let you call heads or tails for first pick. All right. Um, I'm going to go with tails. You know, I'd be calling tails. tails. It is, it is flipping. And it it's is heads. Head. That is heads. Yeah. All right. With my first pick. I'm going to go entree. Oh, actually, wait. Before before I m make my selection, is price a factor? No, I don't think price is a factor. Cool. Then I am going to go the Five Guys Bacon Cheeseburger as my entree. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's a good pick. That is a good pick. Also, um, are you are you writing this down? I am not writing this down. Let me uh, let me let me open my notes app. So I can write it down and we can, of course, um, share with our audience and, and get aware. Yeah. All right. And if you may have heard a, uh, a difference in my audio quality, it's because I've exited my igloo, um, which I, I like to do for these drafts because I got to lock in. So yeah, yeah. also, um, um, Lucas, you, you did you did win the last draft, by the way. Congratulations. Oh, I didn't even yeah. know that. That was, that was the GOAT draft, right? Yeah, I, well, that was a close one. I remember when I voted for that, I think you were winning. So it, yeah, yeah. You, you sort of pulled away at the end, I'm pretty sure. Okay. All right. Shout out to uh Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Let me think about this one. My one, one, I don't need to pick an entree right now. Right. Uh, no. Okay. Then I'm going to go ahead and go with my drink. Go with my drink. I'm going to go with the Baja blast. I knew it was coming. Taco Bell. <laughs> that's just, that's just the one that like people see that and they go crazy. So I yeah. love Baja blast. I'm going to take it. Yep. Um, Baja blast Taco Bell. All right. This is so this is my next pick. Um, but can we assume, you know, this is this is a pick that this is a kid, you know, this is a prospect. You don't know what you're gonna get from him. You know, his his talent is there, his ceiling is there. He's an unbelievable player, um, but he's super inconsistent. He doesn't always bring his A game. Can we assume that we are gonna get the best out of this out of this pick? Or are we are we locked in for sometimes we get what we get? Ryan, I I am not the decider of that. The only decider is the audience, is the people who vote. All they're going to see is that. You're so right. to them, they might think the bad version of it. They might think the good version of it. That's up You're to right. you. You're right. Yeah. All right. Well, for my drink, I'm going to go with the Coca-Cola Freestyle Machine. That's that's a machine. Okay. From five. Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't take it from Five Guys. Fuck. <laughs> um, well, I'm just saying, like, it's not a drink. Like what drink would you get from it? You know what I mean? Like, like, you, I, like you, you, you're you're gonna make you're gonna make. I don't think you can pick a machine. Like, what if I said for my entree, I want the oven? You know? <laughs> well, all right, <laughs> all right. Um, you know what I do? I mean, uh, I feel, I feel very. He- I I I have something in mind for my super flex. Um. But it's it's a dessert, and I don't know how well that's going to go over with the with our audience, you know. Um, you know, like I I would love to pick another entree for my super flex, but it is the same position that um you know I've already got, and and you want to be able to enjoy your whole meal together, you know. That I, right. I hope that's something my Instagram followers put together and take into consideration because that's normally how we do our drafts, you know, the the team building aspect of it. Um. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm, this is my super flex. I'm gonna go with the Blizzard from Dairy Queen. Oh, that's a good pick. That's a good pick right there, because it's a dessert, but it's their main thing at that restaurant. So, well, it's I it's like not a pick. drink and it's not a side. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, good pick. Um, I am gonna go. I'm gonna go with my entree. I'm gonna go with my entree. And actually, no, I can, I can, I could potentially, I could definitely keep this for a later round because I don't think you take anything from this restaurant yet because you do already have an entree. So let me think, let me think a little bit longer about my draft strategy here. This is a game theory course in the making. Ain't Box no ticket. time clock. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no shot clock on this. All right. You know, in the NFL, they have 10 minutes to make a pick. In, yeah, at like round this seven. draft, <laughs> I am going to... Take my time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to select my right to my right to wait and <laughs> make a good pick. Yes, yes, yes. That's TikTok, the, the the viewers are waiting. You're, you're keeping us on pins and needles. All right, fine. Because I haven't thought of anything else. I'm going to take my entree now. I'm going to go with a double 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 from In and Out. In and Out. Yep. Yeah. I was um that that's what I was thinking about for my super flex. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, one team's got to get the five guys burger and one team's got to get the double, double from in and out. Um, yeah. 
that's just the way it goes. In, out. All right. So I've still got the drink and the side. All right. Um, I need fries. Um, I'm I'm putting that out there now. Um, and here here's what I'm thinking. You know, if Wingstop does their fries right, if Wingstop fries bring their A game, that's what I want to take. But am I going to get their A game from them night in, night in, night out? I don't. I, I the answer is no. You know the answer, right? Is no. Yeah. I, but <laughs> what what will the viewers? What will the viewers think? That's a different question. Um, I feel like a lot of them have Wingstop fries, and you know, if you've had Wingstop fries, you know, <laughs> yeah, that, that they're not always the best. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Wingstop fries done done right are fantastic, but you know. You know, any, any player in the NBA can drop 30 a game if you give them the minutes at least once every five or 10 games. Right. Um, and I'm trying to think what other fry, five guys fries are good too, but they're off the board. In and outs also off the board. Um, I don't want to take, I don't want to take something like McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's. I know Wendy's has good fries, but it's like, we, we can do better. Let's be real. Um, I'm taking my drink and my drink is a Sprite from McDonald's. Oh fuck you! <laughs> was that I was, was that what you were gonna McDonald's pick for your for your superflex or oh you're just I was not gonna take the sprite I was not gonna take a sprite but I was gonna take a McDonald's item. Um, well, you can you can tell me what it is because you're not gonna you know not my item was gonna be the was gonna be the Oreo McFlurry Oreo McFlurry yeah Oreo McFlurry right, well, yeah. With, McDonald's yeah. sprite um that that's that's the right pick for me and it buys me some time to uh think about fries yeah yeah um. Well, my favorite fries are Wendy's fries. Absolutely, they're, they're Wendy's. But do you think that's that's a, that's a fan favorite? I don't think that's a fan favorite. I think that's a me to me thing. Yep. And another thing that's also a me to thing me to me thing about fries is KFC fries. I don't know if you've had KFC fries. The chicken they fries are, are like their actual fries. Like they're actual fries. Like they're like a newer thing. So good. They like they they make them crispy because they like dunk them in like like. Uh, little crispy like bits you know what i mean so it's like fries like coated in like a crispy shell um really really good right. but no one knows what that is so i can't i can't select that <laughs> right yeah unfortunately yeah, yeah. so yeah because our, uh, our, our view our viewers aren't going to read the uh the scouting reports for all our picks that's that's just that's just the way it is yes i'm gonna go with my side i'm gonna go with my side here you ready yep <sighs> nuggets from chick-fil-a Ooh, ugh, I don't know. I don't know if is is that a side? Is that a side? So so okay. I, I would argue. Let, let, I don't tell me know, this, man. Right? If we we chose that we chose the category as side, not fries, right? We didn't say fries. We said a side. Like if you're not going to choose nuggets as a side, if nuggets don't count as a side, what other than fries counts as a side? Coleslaw, mashed potatoes, mac Ew. and cheese. <laughs> mac and cheese. Okay, mac and cheese is a side. Mac and cheese is a side. Yeah. Um, for sure, you could, you could take mac and cheese from Dickies. It's a good pick. I don't, I don't want that. Pick. Don't are, you, are you gonna veto? Are you gonna veto my nugget pick? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm super on the fence. Like it, it's not like a yes. I need to veto that, but like I, I Dylan? don't, I don't. Yes, let's ask Dylan. Dylan. So we're we're doing a fast foods draft. Positions are entree, entree, drink, side, miscellaneous. Um, and the miscellaneous can be a repeat. Um. It can be a completely new position. 
Bottom line, um, do nuggets from Chick-fil-A, is that eligible as a side or does that have to be an entree? That's tough. I get them as a side, but I would probably consider them not. I always get them as a side too. I think anything with protein should be labeled under entree. All right. Just, okay. Just for um, consistency sake. You yeah, can that's get fine. A nugget meal that comes with ten nuggets, fries, and a drink, and in that case, the fries are the side. Yeah. And All right. True. Say, that's that's true. I understand. It's protein yeah. content qualifies it as an entree. All right. I I will preach, then, preach that I from the roofs. I will pivot. Thank you, Dylan. My pleasure. I am going to go with Chick Fil A chicken sandwich as my super flex. Yeah, that I think like I think that's just as good a pick, and it is not as controversial. Yes. Um, chicken sandwich CFA. And I'm going to take Popeye's chicken sandwich. No. Um, good one, too. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So we're, we're both picking fries at this point. Um, actually, you don't have to pick fries. Yeah, you kind of have to pick fries. Um, I could pick a different side. Yep. You could. You could. But fries fries would be a good pick for you. Um and even, even if I pick fries, you can pick fries too, as long as they're not from the same establishment. Right. Um, yeah, dude, I mean, I feel like there is a better pick out there and I feel like I'm punting it to you, but uh, fuck, maybe it's cause I'm, maybe it's cause I want, uh, maybe it's cause I, Ooh, I have, I have a good pick. It just doesn't go good with any of my other food. Um, I don't think you're going to pick it anyways. Ch- uh, Chipotle chips and guac. That'd be a good pick but it doesn't go good with the rest of my meal. Um, yeah, screw it. Fries from Wingstop. Um, I know that's not the best available pick out there, but that's the only thing my scouts are scouts have got in the fry game. All right. <clears throat> so there's not many, not many places left to choose from at this point. No. Um, I mean, you, you might have to get creative. But Wendy's like, is there. Wendy's is Available and I do. They are true, and so is KFC. So those are those are my two favorite fries. Those are my actual two favorite fries from. But like, from fast is, food is there is there a fan favorite of fries that like we aren't thinking of? Is McDonald's still on the board? I feel no, like nothing that's still on the board. I think. Yeah, I I feel like Five Guys fries are probably the most well liked, mm. but that's that's off the board. But that's already been taken. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the only real restaurants that are available. Fast food. I guess I guess um Chipotle is still available. But yeah. you don't worry about I mean, yeah, you just you just gotta get you just gotta chips. get creative, you know. Um, you know, it's like think yeah. of places like Rubio's or you know, um or Jersey Mike's, you know, it is fast food, but it's not the first thing you think of when you think of fast food. I, I think I have to go with the establishment because I think that's what people are drawn to. So I'm just gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do too much. I'm just going to go with Wendy's fries. Safe pick. Cool. Wendy's um, fries hit your chin. Wendy's fries get in your mouth and taste so yummy. Wendy's fries uh, get in your belly because <laughs> they're delicious. Wendy. Wendy. Uh, my fucking yeah. All right, I think this is gonna be. Uh, I think this is gonna this be a really a great good podcast. Matchup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think <laughs> I think this matchup. I, I think this matchup think is gonna be great. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna post it after hockey, maybe even tomorrow. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I think this has been a great episode. Let's not overdo it. Um, I'd also like to get to hockey. Uh, Lucas, as always, I thank you for your time. And uh, I'm already looking forward to the next episode. And to all of our many millions of listeners, uh, we thank you and appreciate uh, each and every one of you. And we will see you next time.